welcome to We Talk About Movies. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ruth. And this is episode 9, where we review Logan. Hugh Jackman's last hurrah as Wolverine is out now on Blu-ray and DVD, and it already ranks in the top 100 movies of all time on IMDb. It has a 92% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so you could say just about everybody likes this movie. But do we? Let's talk about Logan. So we just watched Logan. This was actually one of the very few movies that we get to see in theaters because we have a one-year-old son with another on the way. And Ruth and I watch a lot of superhero movies. So we we're super excited about going to see Logan. And it got great reviews. Everyone loved it. I really didn't. You didn't love it? I didn't love it. I don't know if I even liked it. Really? So, Ruth, what do you think about it? Then we'll get into the details. I liked it. Um, I don't know if I loved it, but I, I did like it. I enjoyed it. There were some, as you might phrase them, plot holes that I, or, or maybe just part of the storyline that I didn't follow very well. The one thing that I didn't understand was why Logan was sick because He's supposed to be able to heal himself because that's one of Wolverine's powers. And so that I really didn't understand until the very end when it, he is confronted with that doctor. Yes. And he says to the doctor, Oh, you mean the, who I guess Stryker was his father if I was following or something like that. Right. I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, he said, Oh, it's because of this poison they put in my body. Uh, he's talking about the adamantium, right? Yes. So he's saying that the adamantium is what's making him sick? Yes, although there's another piece to it, and this is something that I didn't catch at all. I, I There are a few things that were not clear to me on watching this movie, and I, I looked up a little bit online. Apparently... Was that, was that clear to you? Because the whole movie, I felt... I. I didn't understand why that was happening and and it was never made clear or did I miss it? You did miss it and I missed it too. So apparently this company was, they were like corn was their thing, I guess. Right. Because we see them, the the nice family that helps them in the movie talks about all the corn companies being bought. Right. And But yeah, I didn't. So, so keep going because I, I I read this online and I I'm assuming online is true, but I didn't get this at all in the movie. Apparently, they were using corn syrup and mm-hmm. putting something in corn syrup that would suppress the mutant gene. Okay, and so anytime Logan was eating corn syrup, presumably it was weakening his regenerative mutant status. Same. I would suppose with with all mutants. Xavier, yeah. So I think Xavier was just old. I mean, his oh. his mind was breaking down. He was in his nineties. He said he's a nonogenarian, which means he's in his nineties. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just an old man dying. I didn't know what that means. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> you know why I know that? So <laughs> why why do you know that? There's this really stupid, funny rap song, like like a parody. It's by this guy called Go Remy. And it's the grandma song. Oh, and I was going to say, now that you're mentioning this, this sounds familiar, yeah. but continue. So part of the rap, it goes, I'm a grandma, not no vegetarian, <laughs> just a regular octogenarian. 
Meaning and so I had 80s? to look that up. Yeah, so that means okay. <laughs> she's in her 80s, although it's a guy playing grandma, so he's in right. his 80s. So Is that the one where it says, which one are you going to choose? Depends. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> Talking yeah, about going another, to the bathroom. Yeah. Look, look up this rap. It's pretty it funny. It is pretty funny. Um, I think it goes, grandma sees the women's room and also sees the men's. Which one is grandma going to choose? Depends. <laughs> Gosh, it's so pretty wrong. funny. Yeah, go Remy, the it grandma song. Anyway, anyway, I that, I'm surprised you knew what that meant. I do remember him saying that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant. I'm revealing how uh, unintelligent I am, hey, I guess. But I know because what it of means a rap because song. of that funny rap song. Yeah. So so anyway, I I think he was just getting old. And well, and I think they alluded to the fact that he had some kind of degenerative brain disease too. Right, but I didn't know. Maybe that was. The corn syrup thing also had something to do with it. But. Yeah, so I honestly didn't get the corn syrup thing at all from watching the I, movie. That's just something I read after, and maybe that's okay. wrong, but that's I what the internet's telling me. I didn't get that either, but may, may, I, I, I could see it because they did make a big deal about because c- that part stuck out to me when he said, "Oh, it tastes, you know, like crud," and. And Logan says, well, why do people eat it? He said, well, it's, they make it into high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think at that point I was also our baby threw up on our babysitter tonight. And I oh think I was gosh. getting the texts about that. I can't believe so. you didn't tell me that during the movie. If I had told you we would have <laughs> left and we couldn't be yeah. recording this podcast right now. <laughs> we would have left. I, I'm a brand new mommy. And when your 13 month old pukes on the babysitter, you go home running. <laughs> I asked her, are you okay? She said, I'm okay. Exclamation point. Th- so. That's a dad's reaction. <laughs> Mom's reaction is, yeah, of course she's going to say she's fine because she doesn't want to make you come home. Yeah, but we'll have to He's fine We'll have to do something nice for our babysitter and I know try otherwise to make she'll up never come back. I know and then we'll never see another movie <laughs> in the theaters. <laughs> but he's okay. He Babysitter's okay. okay. So tell me what did you not like about it? I mean, you don't sound like you were as impressed as you were hoping to be. So there's a lot about this movie that I just don't... First of all, it was overly dark, I think, in my opinion. It was very dark. When when the family... But I, I kind of knew that going in I because I knew it was rated R. Yeah, it's rated and, R, but so is Deadpool. And Deadpool's not overly dark. <laughs> no, Deadpool's... Actually, we watched that then before we went yeah. to go see Logan, and it's very funny. But, it is very funny. And I kind of watched... I thought, well, let's watch this because this is the other rated R superhero movie and let's see how similar they are and the answer is they're not no they are completely different yeah i can't <laughs> emphasize that enough I, I took a note before we saw the movie is let's talk about how this compares to deadpool and that is <laughs> one <laughs> sentence it doesn't it doesn't it is the polar opposite <laughs> so i think it was overly dark having the farm family all of them die even their teenage son yeah, that is, you know, obviously, if this were some type of a true story and that happened, then yeah, you have to do that. But the writers could have chosen to do that in a way where at least the kid lives or something. And to kill off that family in cold blood was just, even if you enjoyed the movie, that part leaves you feeling kind of sick to your stomach. You know, that that family's not supposed to die, certainly not in a superhero movie. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. However, just based on the movie as a whole, it's not shocking. I mean, it fits with the rest of the film because of how dark it is. I, I guess it, to me, it's almost as if this film was to show you potentially, I guess, what it could be like if superheroes or mutants existed because you would have this polar opposite effect of people being afraid of what they don't know and trying to kill it or for lack of a better word. Yeah. Kill it. They're, they're essentially trying to stop mutants from ever existing again. And then they want to weaponize it. I'm, you know, I think these, they're all themes that are very valid are possible and they just explored those as opposed to the feel good, happy hero always wins story. So that's why I actually kind of enjoyed it because I thought it was different and interesting. The, the X-Men stories are, are always about, you know, should mutants exist and can we kill the mutants? And then there's mutants who want to kill mutants and there's humans who want to kill mutants. And uh, to me, that's not unique to this film. And I just, like I said, I think killing off the no, Clark I, I family No, I guess I mean the is, darkness of it, not necessarily that particular plot, but just... I mean, to me, the darkest part is killing off the farm family, and I don't think it was necessary for the story. Uh, so that that's the part that really gives me pause and uh, you know makes me a little uncomfortable with the film. But there's other things about the film that I didn't like. So there's a couple things that don't make sense to me. Uh, number one... So the whole idea about Canada being a safe haven, that was never explained. Like they, they showed the comic book where the coordinates came from the comic book, which is fine because if that's where everyone agreed to meet, then they'll meet there. That's fine. But there was never an explanation about what is it about Canada that makes that a safe haven? And these kids were, the kid was like, look, eight miles over there and we'll be safe there. Says who is Cyclops and Storm there waiting to protect you? And like, there's, there's no explanation of why that's a safe haven. Is it some geopolitical thing that makes Canada more friendly to mutants? I thought they, they did address that. Then what is it? Well, I thought that they were saying that it, it is, uh, illegal to harm mutants or something political about Canada. Okay, but, but so who's gonna, so you think those. Well, I know. I, I, I don't know if there's like a force field that's gonna stop anybody that's right. trying to hurt a mutant. That part, I, you're right. I agree with you. That didn't necessarily make sense. Although they were in contact, it seemed like with somebody, cause wasn't the little kid on the walkie yeah. talkie with somebody. And so maybe they were crossing at a part where there were army people stationed there and would shoot at whoever was attacking these children maybe i, I don't know okay, but even but, army people aren't going to stop the x24 well you know? that's so, a good point so it it just didn't make any sense to me why you know there's this magical you might oh, want to explain who x24 is too for people that might not have caught on so yeah the younger version of huge you know hugh jackman's younger Logan. self the one that kills charles xavier and and I thought that was that was also really dark. The fact that so so let's talk about for a minute. Let's segue into Charles Xavier's death. So he realizes at this point that and, and the way that that they're trying to set this up is that Xavier killed a lot of the X Men. 
Okay, that's what I was going to ask you if I understood that correctly, because from what I gathered, something happened that he didn't mean to, but somehow used his powers and killed a bunch of the X-Men. Yeah, so when they talked about Westchester, the Westchester incident, that's where Xavier's school was in Westchester. Right. And so he must have had one of his episodes and probably killed everyone there. Except for Logan because he's Because of his healing ability, right. So I think he killed mutants. I think he killed humans. And somehow he had suppressed that memory. So he didn't remember he had done it. And that's why Logan And then Logan kept him drugged. And Logan was cold towards him. And I think it's because Logan knows that even though it was an accident, it's still hard to just say, oh, it was an accident. Don't worry, you killed all my friends. Like, that still hurts, right? But he's still his somewhat father figure. Right. So So he still loves him. That's why he cares for him. And I understand that. That's fine. But what's also so dark about this movie is Xavier finally remembers what he's done realizes why Logan is so upset with him and is essentially confessing to Logan, I'm sorry for what I did. And it's not I understand Logan. it. And it's this, you know, creation that just kills him. Like that's a really difficult way to see someone like Professor X die. Right. When he's trying to have this moment of redemption and then it means nothing. Yeah. So that, that also very dark. Like, if yes, you, yeah, that part was very dark and hard to watch because I love him. Yeah. If I you, love Patrick Stewart. If you <laughs> won't give, even lie, I've loved him from the first day I saw him on, tar- on Star Trek. <laughs> and he hasn't aged a day since. <laughs> he really hasn't. It's so crazy. <laughs> so I, again, that was just overly dark for me. I don't feel like. I'm not sure what the director was trying to do with that. that. What were they, what was he trying to do? What message is he trying to send? That was just a really sad, disappointing part of the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, maybe it's just to show the ferocity and pure rage and everything they were talking about, about the X24 character who was the younger Hugh Jackman, but okay, but could it, have done that in a different way, which he did. He killed all the other people later. And yeah. Well, anyway, in, in saying that, then it, it doesn't make sense because if that version of Wolverine is just the pure rage version, why would he have listened? Yeah. Why would he have stood there and listened to a monologue? Why wouldn't he have just killed him right away? It's a good question. It doesn't make any sense. No. Um, I like to try to poke holes in your theories, but that one I cannot. Yeah. That was pretty bad. It was very sad. So the other thing, to have a great superhero movie, you need a great villain. And the main villain of this movie, uh, there's a couple. There's the the guy there's with no the diff- hand. There's mm-hmm. X-24. So going and back the to doctor. that. Yeah, so X-24, that's the next generation of the super soldier that, you know, they don't have to raise them as kids and... Um, They're created without souls, conscience, Yeah, essentially how they described it, which was the younger Hugh Jackman. Right. To me, it was as if there were three villains, that the one with the hand, the doctor, and then the the younger Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Sorry. The scientist, the the scientist, doctor, I think we're describing the same person. Right. So not, not, none of those three are really terribly interesting villains to me. There was no character development within any of those three villains, which you don't often see that, but that's what makes Magneto the most, 
I, I've actually read something that uh, Magneto is like the best superhero villain out of Marvel, DC, anybody. And he's such an interesting villain because his backstory is so interesting and the reasons he's doing what he does is... I guess because you care about him. Yeah, you care about him. He's such good friends with Professor X. His family history, he was in Nazi Germany. His parents were killed by the Nazis. You really understand why he hates the human race. He's such a... He's a villain you care about. Yeah, he's a dynamic character. He's interesting. The villains in this movie are not interesting at all. Well, and I didn't get how that guy got his hand. That was never explained. And I feel like some of the army guys that were always trying to catch the kids like on his team Mm -hmm. had little enhancements like that. Right. I saw that too. I didn't... None of that was explained. No. Which I just sat there thinking, okay, well, I guess... This was part of their program when they were trying to raise the kids as mutants. Maybe this was a... I honestly don't know. I, I don't even know if I can venture a guess. But yeah, it's certainly... I kept thinking of Luke Skywalker as yeah. he was <laughs> messing with his hand. Yeah, it certainly is not explained. So, And I did see some of the henchmen had that hand as well. Or other part. But yes, yeah. they had some kind of enhancement. But yeah, I agree with you. The villain wasn't clearly defined. I, I, yeah, there were three villains, and neither of none of them were really very interesting. No, they weren't. Um, they were very superficial. Mm-hmm. But what you do care about, I think, is what they did as far as with these poor children, right? And that, and maybe that's where they wanted to take the story. They didn't want to focus on. Why? And I guess they really don't need to go into why because it's been described in other X-Men movies because they want to control mutants. It always goes back, like you said, to the same plot. Right. So maybe that's why they chose not to really delve into that. Yeah, but it just, the story, I and I didn't see character development not only in the villains, but in the good guys as well. Logan, I, it didn't seem like he developed at all to me. He He cares about Charles. That's really all he cares about in the beginning. And he doesn't care about this girl because he doesn't know her. And then by the end of the movie, when he does know her a little bit, he cares more about her. Like, that's not real character development or anything. That's just normal. Like, of course, you're going to care more about someone after you spent a week with them and you've been, you know, fighting off bad guys with them. than you care about them when they're a stranger in your life. Like, that's that's normal. That. It's not an interesting character development to me. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with you, but I, I feel like you just <laughs> backtracked yourself a little. Because no, you're saying he, did, he didn't have character development, but then you explained how he got there. He had, but the development was not, it's not interesting. It's not like, you're not learning anything new about Logan, about what are his motivations, what, all. it's just... He doesn't care about this girl, and then he gets to know her a little bit, and he kind of cares about her. Well, it's not just that he gets to know her a little bit. It is his flesh and blood, it turns out. And not only that, Professor X cared about her, and he cared about him. So, of course, that would have an influence on him, I would think. Yeah, I I just don't. It's, and and it's again, not terribly even interesting the, to me. Well, see, and I disagree because then at the end, I thought it was interesting that he's like, you know, you have to go. Don't let this be your life, you know, killing people and and all that. Go go do something else. 
Yeah. So at that point, he's reflecting on his own life and saying, you know, some of the things I did, I probably regret and understands that she's a part of him. She has his blood in her and she, and a lot of his abilities. But I don't think the events of the movie really changed what he would have said in that moment. Like, let's say it was a, a commercial length movie and, he, you know, he's got a minute of development and he's dying with this girl he would have said the same thing like i don't know it just didn't feel very powerful to me well you are entitled to your opinions and (laughs) i mean obviously other uh, people are gonna see things differently the other thing i'll say that disappoints me about the movie is it really has absolutely no relationship to the comic book that I thought it was going to be based on. So there's... I kind of thought it wouldn't at all. After you explained to me what happened in the comic, I didn't think any part of that would really be in the movie. So so the most interesting thing about the, the Old Man Logan comic book, which this... Really, the only relationship is that Logan is old and his healing factor is deteriorating in both the comic and in this movie. But the really interesting thing about that whole, and it's only like eight comics long or so, the really interesting thing about that is uh, you find out about halfway through that series that the reason there's no X-Men in that comic is because Logan killed them all. Not Um, Professor X. Right. Which is what they insinuated in the movie. Right. Right. So in the comic books, Mysterio, who, if you're familiar with... a Spider-Man villain? Well, yeah, but Spider-Man is in I, the Marvel Universe, yeah. So but, okay. Mysterio basically um, goes to the, the uh, Xavier's school, you know, the mansion, and basically puts creates an illusion for Wolverine that all these bad guys are invading the mansion and coming to kill everyone. And so Wolverine fights them all off. And kills all of the bad guys. And he, the whole time he's wondering where are the rest of the X-Men? Why is no one helping me? That's because they were the X-Men. And uh, that was the illusion. And so in the comic books. He becomes a pacifist. He's a pacifist. Right? He won't After fight. That. He hasn't unsheathed his claws in 50 years. Because after he killed all of his friends, he wouldn't do it anymore. And that made that character very interesting. And and in the comics, eventually, he fights and and wins. But that's what made the character so interesting. And and I was disappointed that there was... It didn't have to be that. But there was... To me, there was nothing... No big revelation halfway through this movie about something that happened in Logan's past that Well, it was, wasn't it, though? I mean, Xavier killed everybody. And he had to witness it. It was... To me, that event is not nearly as significant as the event in the comic book. I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but then Professor X wouldn't have been in the movie. Right, well... And I love Patrick Stewart. I know, you've said that. (laughs) I I, want Patrick Stewart in all of them. Well, I, I just don't... And just anyone who's interested in that comic book series, very briefly, Logan is married, has children... Can't pay the rent to the Hulk. The Hulk is a bad guy in this comic book. So he tries to, he teams up with Hawkeye to make some money. Um, eventually Hawkeye dies and Logan has to fight the Red Skull, kills him, um, comes back, finds out the Hulk has killed his family, really just for fun because he wants to fight Logan. And then Logan fights him 
the Hulk actually eats him and then his healing factor regenerates him within the Hulk's stomach and he bursts out and kills him. Um, <laughs> it is an interesting It's an story. interesting story. It's very weird. Um, it is very weird. So, and you know, if you are interested in, in reading, you could just read the Wikipedia page. I mean, I read all the, com- all the comics, um, but you, you get the story from just the Wikipedia page if you're interested. And but I yeah, kind of, again, nothing to do with the movie. N- uh, nothing to do with the movie. And I read that. I read those comics, thinking that was an okay story, but not terribly interesting. Um, so you thought the movie would have been would have been better? Yeah, I was like, I can't wait for the movie to get something really good. And then I was let down again. I don't know if it was the most entertaining superhero movie. By entertaining, I mean it for its true form. But uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, don't know how many times I'd want to watch it because it is dark. I would go see it again, though, because I want to see if I can catch things that I missed because both of us have mentioned that we might have missed some things. And uh, yeah, I, would, I would watch it again to try to, you know, see if my initial impression can be changed based on things I didn't catch in the first viewing. But again, it's not a movie that I feel like I really enjoyed. And after watching a second time, just to catch what I might have missed, I don't expect I would ever watch it again. Hmm. I I honestly can't say until I watched it a second time, because since we left the movie and I found out our child threw up, I kind of forgot all about the movie and went into mommy mode. But, uh, I'll say one thing. I, I do. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Maybe it was a little bit overhyped, but I don't think it was bad by any means. I thought it was interesting. One thing I do like about the movie, I'm glad that they made a rated R Logan movie because it's really hard to take a guy whose superpower is that he slices up bad guys and make that into a PG-13 movie. Like it, mm-hmm. Every time I would watch a fight scene with... Wolverine in old X-Men movies, I would just think, this is so stupid. He's cutting people's arms off. He's stabbing, he's impaling them and there's no blood. There's, and they can't do it in a PG 13 movie. So right. I'm, I'm glad that they, it was gory in that sense. Not, not gory like no, but Saw movies, right. but no, I, but this it's is more realistic. Yeah. It's important that they had a rated R Wolverine movie so you can actually see some of the, that's how it would be like, right? Because his, adamantium could cut through people like butter right i mean that's how it would look right so i'm glad that they did a rated r wolverine movie because visually it was stunning Mm -hmm. i I, I know that sounds weird talking about gore but (laughs) yeah i think they did a good job with that well what do you want to rate it honestly i want to wait to rate it until i watch it one more time okay but i I think i'm ready and you can rate it I will probably give it a four. Four out of ten. Wow. I didn't know you'd give it that low. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm going against the grain here. I know, you know, on Rotten Tomatoes it's like ninety some percent and a lot of people love it, but it just really fell flat to me and maybe there I'm not seeing something. You know, if if I'm missing something major, you know, somebody send me an email and tell me, but I just like I said, I well, that's why I think it's hard to do this podcast sometimes because I'll watch a movie once and you have your first kind of general impression, but then when you see it a second time, I think you 
can really delve into more of whether you liked it or not. For example, we recently rewatched Dr. Strange and I remember in the theater, I was like, I am really not terribly impressed with this movie. But the second time watching it, I was thinking, it's not as bad as I remember. There are actually parts of it I like. And anyway, we can get into that on another podcast. But that's why I think sometimes it's hard to just go off of seeing it one time. I know that's what most critics do, but we're not normal critics. We're just <laughs> normal people talking about whether we like movies or not. I it's agree. like the and too when people say, oh, it's always funnier the second time you watch it. Like with Anchorman. First time I watched that movie, I was like, this is not funny. What the heck is wrong with people? Yeah, I agree. And then I watched it again with people and it, it was much funnier. I agree. So, it, it depends, but it just depends on who you watch it with. Like, Yes. Um, but that's my point. Maybe this is one of those movies you might have to see again. But Yeah, but it, this is not a comedy that you want to rewatch it over and over again. Oh, this no. is a dark movie that makes you feel like crap after you've watched it. So <laughs> it, if yes. that's their, their well, theory. Well, the kids made it. The kids did make it to some some weird Canada place that apparently has a force field around it that nobody <laughs> explains to me. Well, but at least they made it. At, at least they made it to Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada. That's the only part anybody ever knows. Even Canadians. Even Canadians. I, I know. Me- that's what I'm saying. No. Even Canadians. So I met a Canadian when I was traveling through Europe. And um, she was. this was before I met the beautiful, lovely, wonderful Ruth. And mm-hmm. I thought she was pretty. And I um, tried to keep in touch with her. So maybe I could date her one day. Uh, so Canada's national July 4th for Canada. I don't know what that is, but when that day came around, I grabbed the, the, the words to the Canadian national anthem and posted them on her Facebook wall. And she said, Oh, Hey, thanks for posting those. I actually don't know all the words. And I was like, <laughs> are you serious? She, I thought she was joking with me. She's like, yeah, I, I actually, I don't really know that song very well. And as an American, that just blew my mind. Like I don't think it's as big of a deal there. Not like it is here. Right. I could be wrong. I'm not from Canada. I don't know. I don't either. I think here it's like, oh, you don't know the national anthem? Whoa, that's bad. (laughs) Because they play it at every sporting event. Yes, you hear it a lot. School growing up. And it just. Maybe they only hear it at the Olympics. It blew my mind. (laughs) And even then, there's no words always. Yeah. Unless they win, right? Unless you win. I don't even know. I, I know even if you win, do they, do they play the words? Now I'm trying to remember. I don't think they do. I think it's just the music. I'm not a big Olympics fan. So I, I yeah, I don't really keep up with the Olympics. I did as a child, but I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway. So Logan, Kevin says four out of 10 below average to, to be determined by me. Okay. We'll wait for Ruth's rating later and you'll probably never hear it because. This is the podcast. But. Well, okay, I'll say this. I would go watch it. I think it's worth watching. It is worth watching, especially if you're a superhero movie fan like we are. Yeah, go watch it. But If you want a happy-go-lucky superhero uh, story movie, just don't go in expecting that. Right. <laughs> it is very different. But I, I thought it was interesting cause it, because it was different. So you guys can form your own opinions. Logan is only a four from Kevin, and Ruth decided not to rate this one. But she did like the movie, so it's at least a five and probably a six or a seven. And don't worry, I won't let her get away with skipping out on the rating ever again. 
I'm definitely stirring up trouble with this review because I know a lot of people love this movie. Tell me why you agree or disagree by connecting on Twitter at WeTalkAboutMovie, Facebook at Facebook.com slash WeTalkAboutMovies, and of course our website, WeTalkAboutMovies.com. We've done three superhero movies in a row now, so we're going to move on to something different and talk about Lion. This movie was nominated for quite a few Academy Awards, and you know how we usually feel about Oscar-nominated films. Is this one of the few movies where we agree with the Academy, or is it overrated like so many others? Find out next week on We Talk About Movies when we talk about Lion.